Hey guys, it's Cy. Before we start the show today, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for tuning back in for another season of The Tailgate. If you like the episode you're about to hear, please subscribe, uh, leave reviews, do all the things that help out podcasts. We have an amazing episode to start out the year. The one, the only, Burt Kreischer joins the show to talk about his life as a Buccaneers fan. You can see his latest comedy special, Razzle Dazzle, on Netflix. You can see all his stuff on YouTube, uh, Two Bears, The Burt Cast, Something's Burning. There's so much stuff. BurtBurtBurt.com for all his touring info. This was a really, really fun episode. I think you guys are going to love it. I know what time it is. Hey, we gotta go, man. We gotta go. Let's go. Showtime. Touchdown. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another season of The Tailgate presented by Continental Diamond. Your Minnesota Vikings are kicking off the regular season by hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that means we are beyond fortunate to kick off our season by welcoming to the show the legend Burt Kreischer. What's up, man? Dude, you have no idea. The Vikings to me are like uh cousins. Because growing up yes. as a Bucks fan, we always played the Vikings. I mean, Fran Tarkenden for the rest of my life will have a place in my heart. I watched him play at Buck Stadium, throw a perfect pass in the rain over the corner of the end zone. Like I I feel I feel uh, like the Vikings are part of my family. The Vikings, the Packers, the Bears, like there's the Saints, like there that's my group. So uh so the old the old NFC Central, right? Yeah, like back when back when it, everybody's like, "Hey, let's take all the teams grouped near the Great Lakes and then let's throw in an ocean-locked team that has to fly there every every year." Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it felt. And 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 I will say to this day, probably one of my favorite players that's ever played basketball or football is Randy Moss. And watching him yeah. go to the Vikings was like, it was so fun. And then and then Favre went to the Vikings. There's like, you know, the Vikings have, they're like, uh, they're like your cousin who smokes weed with you on Thanksgiving and has cool hot friends. Yeah, but here's the thing, because we've never won a title, and that's what I always. I always felt this kinship with the Bucks until you guys got that first title and then Tom Brady went there and you got the second one because we still haven't gotten our title. So we're like if that cousin grew up and just showed up at Thanksgiving still without a job, still asking the younger cousins, like, you want to go for a walk, man? That's what it feels like. Dude, it, it's been, there's a video out there, if anybody hasn't seen it, of you getting given a creamsicle throwback jersey, like a custom one with the machine on it from the team. And I, I know you were in the promo video for the release of that jersey. But to me as a guy who, you know, grew up as a comedian and then got to do things with my favorite team, the emotion that came out of you when you opened that, Oh, like yeah. I recognize that as no matter I mean your career is amazing but to have have becoming synonymous with your favorite team mean so much was really cool to watch. Well, you know it's a relationship that I put my 10,000 hours in. So like yeah. I you know I was a Bucks fan. I was alive when they showed up in Tampa. I was at we went to yeah. it was very easy to get season tickets. <laughs> We went to every game, every so we went to games. This is before this is like 
You know, that is back when they wouldn't play the game if it didn't sell out. So they never played a Bucks game. So you had to go yeah. to Bucks games. And so I went to every Bucks game. My high I was at the first win they ever had in the stadium. We they stormed the field, tore down the goalposts, and we sucked. And adversely, I never had any civic pride. I never grew up being proud of Tampa. To this day, it's hard to have pride in growing up in Florida. I I, I love the Bucks. And then I go to college, and they switch jerseys, and they go to the the pewter, and I I could not connect with it. They win the Super Bowl for the first time. Warren Sapp's on the team. Mike, uh, 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 I think Alstad was on the the whole the whole the legendary Derek Brooks. Everyone's on that team, yeah. but it's in that jersey, and it I did not have an attachment to that jersey. I didn't love those colors. I still to this day would go to when I performed in Philly, I go to Mitchell and Ness and get throwback Bucks jerseys, throwback Bucks hats. I got a call from the Bucks probably six months ago. And I had done some stuff with them and like gone to see the stadium and you know mm-hmm. and like I, I I I was still rooting for them and I was I was doing stuff for them online. I got a call from the Bucks and they said, hey we're gonna we're bringing back the cream sickles. And I and as soon as they said that all the investment you made in this team starts to pay off. I all of yeah. it, all of it. And then and you're like you're like yo. It's almost like it's almost like you know like uh, you fall in love with your wife and then you watch her start drinking too much white wine at night. And then one day she goes, you know what? I'm gonna stop drinking white wine. And I'm gonna start smoking weed like we were in college. And you're like, that's the chick I fell in love with. That's the chick I fell in love with. And. They hit me up, and they're like, will you fly down and do... And I'm like, hell yeah. I go down there, and all the dudes... Like, I'd run into Chris Godwin at the Super Bowl, but all the dudes that I looked up to, all the dudes that... Like, Derek Brooks is my age, but, like, yeah. he he's there. Alstott's there. Mike Evans. Chris Godwin. Levante David. I mean, everyone's there, and I'm just, like, geeking out. And But here's the key. They don't give me a creamsicle jersey. Everyone's got their own creamsicles, right? And I don't get one. And so I now listen. Look, I'm sorry, you know this. As a as a famous person, I feel like maybe no one spoke up for me. I didn't advocate for myself <laughs> and let them know, hey guys, I flew down to Tampa. Where's my creamsicle jersey? I just kind of like, you know, you I know you were I making deserve them. it. Yeah. You're making them. It does. It takes nothing to put Chrysler on the back of a jersey. You've got yeah. everyone's got one but me. But I didn't say anything. You know, you just kind of you don't want to be an ass. So I'm like, all right, cool. I go back. I'm back on tour. I'm not thinking of it. And then I'm sitting in Vegas. And I'm also at the time I'm drinking so much that I'm so emotional every time anyone brings anything up. <laughs> you check any podcast I've been on for the last six months when I was really partying this whole 2023. Anytime anything emotional happened, I cried every time. <laughs> Lack of sleep, overwork, and drinking way too much. And they break out that creamsicle. Everyone knows they have it. Dude, the floodgates opened. I was I was ten years old. I was six years old. I'm back at Buck Stadium in the old sombrero, and I'm just going like, my name's on it. Like the same way I saw Doug Williams' name on a jersey, or or Ricky Bell. Like I'm just sitting there yeah. going James Wilder. Like I'm just freaking out, and uh, and I start crying. And it was like the coolest. It was the coolest moment. And then. To have a relationship with the team where you can call up and go, hey, I want to come down to the Eagles Monday night football game, Bucks eagles Is there any way? And they're like, no, 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 we got you. And then you're like, nice. Yeah. And then to flex out with my dad, I mean, my dad would have to hustle to get us tickets. Yes. And now to be like, yo, dad, we got a box if you and mom want to come. And he's like, who's there? I was like, it's just the three of us. 
And he's like, what? Yeah. So like that, I, 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 you know that feeling. We're very yeah. lucky. I know Nick Swartzen knows that feeling. I know mm-hmm. that like, I know that there's all of us, uh, Dan, Dan Soder is huge with yep. the, like with the we Niners. all have our teams yep. and my yep. team's finally paying off. Yeah, dude. And you hit for me, the main thing on the head, the dad, because I know it's not that way for everybody, but for a lot of us, it's the dad who sat and suffered through horrible football years and made us love it. And then to see like, as silly as it is, some of the things that I do for the team here, my dad, you know, no matter anything else, any late night appearances, he never talks about them. The way he talks about when I appeared on local television with Paul Allen, the play-by-play man, you'd think I'd have won the president. I got, I got. He's I'm gonna so one up you. I'm gonna one up you. My dad's never seen me do stand up, right? Never <laughs> seen me do stand up. He don't. He doesn't want to watch. It makes him nervous. So, uh, I'm sure. obviously I've been doing stand up 24 f-ing years. Never been to a show. Yeah. I do the Amelie Arena in Tampa. It's 19,000 people. I'm like, yo, mom and dad, why don't you come out? Uh, I. And, and and come see the show. Bring his friends. I got a box for you. Um, bring as many friends as you want. I got a party bus that'll pick you up at your house. They'll take you here. You can come in through the back entrance. If you want, we have catering. You can have dinner. I'm really rolling out the red carpet for these idiots. Mm-hmm. My dad doesn't say a word. He texts me from the box, and he's like, Wade Boggs is here. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he was like, do you think he knows who you are? I go, Dad, I'm the only person going on stage tonight. He absolutely knows who I am. My dad's like, That's, this is crazy. Can you believe Wade Boggs knows who you are? And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, Dad, I, yeah, I can. And so we get done the whole show. My dad comes backstage after seeing me for the first time ever do stand-up. By the way, I killed it. I I had a good set because I'd already taped my Netflix special, and it hadn't aired, so I got to do that material. Right. So, you were in the grace period. Yeah, so I had a great set. It was a good set. It's, it's everyone check out uh Razzle Dazzle. So <laughs> I go backstage and Derek Brooks is there. He's got the ring on and he's got the jersey. He gives me a jersey for the uh for the lightning. You know, this is for you for selling out the Emily. And he and and I say, "Hey, do you mind if uh, I introduce you to my dad?" My dad has not said anything about my set, not anything about the amount of tickets I sold, not not about being in the box. He's been quiet like this, like. Mm-hmm. So I bring Derek Brooks backstage, and my dad lights up. He goes, "Yeah." And Derek Brooks says, "Mr. Kreischer, it's a pleasure to meet you." My dad goes, "Buddy, I hold on. I watched you at Florida State. I followed you through the box. You have such a storied career, and I love what you're doing right now with your." With you working with the Lightning, you're you're just such a great look for Tampa Bay. I mean, it's such an honor. And he goes, "What are you doing here?" And Derek Brooks goes, "I'm here for your son's show." And he goes, "What? What?" He's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I I obviously I work, but I I've you know I'm Bert. I went to college with Bert. My dad goes, "You know who Bert is?" And he goes, "Well, yeah." And he goes, and "It's kind of crazy to see how how his career has grown from like his first show at Pop Ellie's." And my dad goes. You were at his first show at Pop Ellie's? My, and Derek Brooks is like, yeah, I was at the first time he ever did stand-up. I was at Pop Ellie's. And now I see him here, and it's really crazy. And my dad goes, cool. Derek Brooks walks out. My dad goes, Derek Brooks knows who you are. Derek Brooks knows who you are. Derek Brooks are yours. De- buddy, Derek Brooks. Derek. I mean, like, he geeked out on the fact that Derek Brooks was at the Emily more than I sold 19,000 tickets at the Emily. 
<laughs> yeah. At that point, he just almost has to turn over his dad title to Derek Brooks. If Derek Brooks has carried you through all those Tampa shows, Dude, I was gonna, I was gonna do a hot hustle out of San Diego to Tampa on a private to get my dad to play in Derek Brooks's celebrity golf tournament on Monday, so that I could get back on Tuesday for Red Rocks. Like I was gonna do a hot hustle, but that's how big of a buck. That, but you're right, is paying it forward to your parents and letting them be in the one because they were the ones that sat next to you at all the games when you knew you were losing but you were seven years old and you were like hold on i want to see until the end of the game you never know you never know Mm -hmm. dad and that and that that energy that a child has that dad sat next to you and was like we could beat traffic we're gonna lose i already i don't even care if we win at this point our season's shit (laughs) we just but that to pay it forward and be able to take your dad to a game in a in a nice upscale way and and like get him on the field it's the best so cool it's so cool. All right, let me hang on. Let me tell you my great Viking story real quick. Yes. Okay. So I it's gotta be it's gotta be 14 years ago. It's gotta be 14 okay. or 15 years ago. Coach Tice okay. was the coach. So oh, okay. My guy. A, a guy who a lot of people have said a lot of things. He is he has sainthood in my book. Mike Tice. I real quick, I as a kid, like Bert, too old of a kid. The fact that I'm using kid is offensive. Yeah. I I was like, you know what? I like that Tice, he would do a radio show on the local, like only coach to ever do a radio show. And it was this cool look into the team. I wrote the dude a letter. I was like, yo, man, it means so much to me and my family. We all sit around and listen to the show. You're the first coach that's been accessible. This is amazing. Thank you. And then I ne- forgot about it. He, during the season wrote a handwritten letter back thanking me that dude that dude is a saint to me he's a solid dude so we get an offer from the minnesota vikings it is their uh their booster dinner where they huge dinner at a big a big uh big auditorium it's uh Mm -hmm. me bobby kelly and jim florentine we get an offer it's good money it's like I was I, I this is important to comics, but it's like five grand each. We all we gotta do hey, is that's like, a good yeah. That's a good corporate offer. All we gotta do is twenty minutes each, one hour of comedy. Yeah. And it's fifteen grand and and uh and we're and we're oh we're they're gonna do a big ceremony and then at the end we do stand up, close it out. So I mean we're in the we're in the hallway. Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss are busting balls. I mean, we're I'm looking at Randy Moss. We're in the hallway. The, all the Vikings are lined up. They're all they're all dressed up nice. Uh Coach Tice comes up. He's like uh he's busting balls like with me, Bobby and 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 uh and Florentine. Uh the big guy in the big purple outfit, the announcer comes out. He comes and then they take us backstage. And all like a couple of the players talk, right? Coach Tice comes back, hangs out with us backstage, and he's like, Hey, don't f- bomb out there. There's like thirteen hundred people. There's a lot of people. All our boosters are there. Every player is sitting with one set of booster tables. Every table mm-hmm. has like 10, 13 people. And I I'm being serious. I don't know the numbers, but there's maybe 75 to 100 tables. There's a lot of people in this auditorium. Mm-hmm. The guy in the purple outfit comes back and he's like, all right, Coach Tice is giving a moving speech. It's about dedicated. It's a great speech. It's like a, it's a 
awesome speech. Coach Tice is going to give his speech. He's going to pump him up for you guys. And then I'm going to bring you guys out. Who's going first? I'm the youngest out of them. I'm, I'm like, I'm going first. He's like, cool. All right. Uh, don't curse, obviously. Keep it clean, whatever. But, you know, have fun. Have fun. Also, don't mention the players. Like, don't go after the player. Like, don't don't highlight the players. Just whatever. Coach Tice is like, all right, then we're going to have a great season. And this show's not over. They got stand-up comedy. So uh, I met these guys backstage. They're good guys. Keep, give, give them the respect you gave me. Thank you so much. Place goes standing ovation for Coach Tice. He gets off stage. Guy in the purple outfit's like, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Tice. Mike Tice. Hey, he's good. Coach Tice. Hey, hey. And he's right. We got stand-up comedy. We got stand-up comedy coming right now. Who's ready for stand-up comedy? I mean, the place goes nuts. Who's ready for stand-up comedy? Randy Moss, do you like comedy? Yeah. Dante Culpepper, do you like comedy? Yeah. And he's like, all right. Before we start this comedy show, we're going to release all the players into the lobby to do autographs. If you would like to get an autograph, get up now and head out to the lobby. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bert Kreischer as I walk on stage of 5,000 people stand up and exit, including all the players. <laughs> the only person that stays is Mort Anderson, the kicker. <laughs> he gets up from his table. He gets up and sits at the front table with 15 people. I did 20 minutes to Mort Anderson and 15 people. I, Bobby Kelly and Jim Florentine are behind the curtain behind me going, you're bombing. You're bombing. They don't know no one's in the room. You're There's not a laugh in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my time. Bobby Kelly comes out and he goes, where the f*** is everybody? I go, they're in the damn lobby. Bobby bombs. Jim Florentine bombs. Then Mort Anderson goes, hey, you want to go play uh, bocce ball? And we're like, what? He's like, you guys are players. Let's go play bocce ball. We go out to play bocce ball. There's a place in Minnesota that has like bocce balls on the roof. And we had yep. cold beers, play bocce ball until two in the morning. Mort Anderson's the name of the kicker, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. We partied with him until two there was in the a, morning. There was a Gary. Now, there was a Gary Anderson that played for us forever, and then Morton also played for us. Morton so was older. He was, was like, an, he was older, right? It, it could have been either. They crossed over. It could have been either of those Andersons. But that's, dude, to have. <laughs> but at that point, that had to have been amazing. Even to like, obviously, bummer to not have the big crowd. But the follow up of the cool story to just be like, oh, I guess we're going to play bocce ball with an nfl kicker until bar close yeah that's amazing it was a it was awesome it was like and you know those stories of you eating a on stage they suck in the moment and you and you can't even appreciate it the next morning but yeah. 20 years later 15 years yes. later you're like thank god i did in minnesota <laughs> bert you're the absolute king man i really really appreciate this thank you so much last thing we do is uh i always make the guests and they all hate it I want a prediction for Sunday. Your boys are coming to Minnesota. Season up new quarterback, lower expectations. Eee, okay, I'm listen. I listen. I hope this message gets to Baker Mayfield. Okay. I love, I love Baker it. Mayfield. I love his energy. I loved his energy in college. I love that boy energy. I did the Beer Olympics with a bunch of pro football players. And brother, when they compete, their eyes go black like sharks. They bite onto tables and they have one mode and it's Apex Predator. And I want yep. Baker Mayfield to go old school Apex Predator. The Apex Predator that he was in college when people said, yo, he's got to tone it down if he's got to go to the NFL. Screw that. You're in the NFL. Go hard in the paint. 
go real hard in the paint, offend people, and have them want to cancel you because of your out-of-the-box personality and <laughs> prove yourself on the field. Be undeniable. Be undeniable all season. Take big chances. No one watches golf to watch a dude lay up. No one watches golf to watch a dude lay up. Be tin cup. Go for the shot. Be lightning in a bottle. Be Thor's That's what I want. I want Baker Mayfield to go hard as I want deep passes, first play, and I'm predicting 31-17 bucks over Vikings. I hate it and I love it. Anytime somebody wraps Tin Cup into a prediction, I can't help but fall a little bit on their side. Thank you for doing it, man. You're a king. Brother, you're the best. Anytime. Anytime. I'm sure we'll play each other again this season. Hit me up again. Well, it doesn't get much better than that, everybody. Thank you for tuning in uh, and keep tuning in all year for more episodes of The Tailgate. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, we're glad to be back. Skull Vikings.